1: in a diner or out in the street Catch up with the news Get your point of view I want to hear what unravels See you in my travel.
2: And I'll be hanging
3: Well, let me say, welcome back. Uh, you, back you know, typically that's what uh, the host would say after they'd come back from a break. Although this is a, a much longer break than, than I normally took when I was doing my radio program on another radio station, which seems like wasn't that long ago, but it's more than two years now since I left the airwaves. And uh, let me just say, welcome back! And it's great to be back. Certainly, great to be back into a studio and and uh, in front of a microphone. I've been doing some video work for the last couple of years. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. It's called Travels with Charlie, and uh, very excited to to let you know a little bit more about that. But before we get into all of that, and I've got some great guests lined up for the day today, of course some surprise guests, and yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, all that stuff's going to happen today, but I I would um, certainly be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, why am I back? Why did I do this? Well, uh, just a lot going on today, you know, the wokeness, uh, cancel culture, political correctness run amok, rampant media bias, and an urging by my colleagues to get back on the air. So, decided to do it, and as you heard the disclaimer at the Beginning of the program, you know, thanks to my sponsors because this certainly would not be happening without the sponsorship. Jolly Convenience Stores, home of the daily smile, and of course, they got a smile underneath that mask. And I think if you check the uh, the Creamy uh, Maple Creamies should be up and running on North Avenue store, but hot coffee, sandwiches, snacks, uh, Coca-Cola products, gasoline, Casella waste systems, uh, zero sort recycling helping to keep uh, all that out of the landfill. And if you're going to travel, you need a travel agent, right? Milne American Travel, com. Hey, and uh, congratulations to them. Best Business by Vermont Business Magazine, a reader poll that recently came up. But let's go back a couple of years ago to my leaving, deciding to, well, not deciding to leave radio, just, you know, wanted to take a break, and that's, that's what I did, I guess. Uh, I was at the, the Vermont Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame dinner. I was not inducted into the Hall of Fame. I did receive a Distinguished Service Award that evening. And who do I run into? But, well, you know, I hate to say adversary, but, you know, we were both on the radio at the same time. Uh, and uh, opposing stations. Um, but we're still friends. You know, this is a big world. Uh, radio is a big world, and we're all friends. And uh, there's Corm. Corm. Uh, Steve Cormier, who's the general manager now of WDEV. And, and Corm comes over to me and says, here's my card. I can't do it in his voice. <laughs> Corm, explain exactly what was on your mind at that time when you think about, you know, we, you know, were opposing, uh, morning shows, but you decided, hey, if you're, if you want to get back in the radio, give me a call.
0: Charlie, here's my card. If you want to get back in the radio, give me a call. I think that's, yeah, that's what I said. You did. You know what? I, and you and I have talked about this a little bit. And, and by the way, welcome back. Well, really, it's, it's been a long time, and it's about time that you got back into this. Um But I've mentioned this to you, and I've mentioned it to other people. I grew up because of the music. Uh, that's why I got into this. But the personalities that I grew up listening to, and as I listened across the dial these days, those personalities are missing, yeah. and you were one of those great personalities. So the fact that, you know what, we can get Charlie back here at WDEV on the radio. He's a great personality. I think it bodes well not just for our listeners but for this business that a um, a guy who a lot of people listen to, he, he had his opinions, he had a lot of fun. He's back. And I think that's what is exciting to me.
3: Yeah, well, I appreciate uh, the you know the issue, and not to get too inside uh, you know in, into the weeds here, but uh, um, you know the whole issue of personality. And you're right. I mean, radio today, uh, you know reading off liner cards, and uh, they're not even in the studio, they're not playing the music, they don't pick their music, and we picked our music when we started, uh, you know, many, many decades ago, and you're right, it was personalities that drove that whole era. People would tune in specifically, not because they wanted to hear the music, but they wanted to hear what so-and-so had to say between the record, and boy, we're really dating ourselves. Records, yeah, they... (laughs) <laughs> we played Boy, are we. we played records back then. Well, well Coral, I want to thank you for opening up the doors and the the studios here at WDEV and allowing me to come in here and and to to do this show. It's uh, we're going to start it off as a 1-hour program, uh basically twice a month. Uh and uh, you know, multiple guests and like you mentioned, you know, all the fun that I used to have on my my other program, we hope to continue to do that. You know, we we hit the serious issues But my opinion always was, if you don't have fun while doing it, people are going to tune out. And I've been able to even kind of carry that over somewhat into the the video series that I'm I'm doing now.
0: That video series is great, by the way, if people have not had a chance to check it out. But I think what I want to do here, uh, after you've taken two years off, you look about 20 years younger. (laughs) uh, I'm thinking about, yeah, if I could take two weeks off. (laughs) That <laughs>
3: well, you know what it is. It, it's it's sleeping normal yeah. normal hours. I get you. You know, and, that, and that's what some people never got. You know, they, that you know we used to hear this all the time. It's like, well, you know, what a great gig you guys have. You're on the air for three hours, and then that's it. You're done. Yeah. You were you were on for twenty four because especially when you're doing a news talk show, you had to know what was going on. If you were going to talk about a debate that you saw the previous night, well, that meant that you didn't go to bed at eight o'clock. It also meant that. You're going to get up at four in the morning, so you're going to get about four or five hours of sleep tonight. And and you did it. Uh, you know, in fact, I remember when I first started in radio, um, and I I, um, I didn't drink coffee. And I remember talking with the morning guy that the other radio station. And I'm not going to mention any call letters here. I know better than to do that. But you know, the, you all know what I'm talking about. Uh, but you know, it was m- uh, my friend Mark Esberg at the time, and Mark said, "Well, that'll change." <laughs> and boy, did it!
0: <laughs> well, welcome back, man. We're uh, we're excited you decided to come to WDEV and do this.
3: Well, thank you, Corm. It's great to be here, and and it's great to be on a heritage station. You know, I come from a heritage station, and to go to a heritage station, one that is locally owned, I think that makes a big difference. And I'm I'm so happy and honored to be here on WDEV today. So thank you, Corm. And and look at that, Corm's on the other side. He's gonna he's running the board for me today. So. Uh, some
0: some people must think this is April Fool's Day, that you and I are working <laughs> together.
3: Right? Well, you know, there was a reason why we didn't do this on April Fool's Day, and we'll get into that in just a moment. But I would like to introduce to, to you, our listening audience today, uh, and by the way, if you have questions, uh, 244-1777 or one 291 8255 If you want to say hello, we'll get a chance to, to do that at some point. But let me introduce to you uh, Brad Furlan. Brad is the producer... Of Travels with Charlie. He's helping out on the radio program. But the travel series, the video series that we started two years ago, two plus years ago, uh, Brad, if you would explain how that whole concept came about again, uh, you know, it was a phone call. I get a phone call from Brad saying, well, you know, you're out of radio now. Would you like to do a video series? And I had no idea what it entailed. I'd never done TV. I'd always hoped to do that. And Brad said, well, let's give it a shot. So here we are, forty-one episodes later, Brad. Wow! How did this? What was the? You know, what was the idea behind Travels with Charlie? The original idea?
4: Yeah, the original idea was there was so much polarization with uh, news and with um, political activity that it was all rancor and not, you know, not a sort of a peaceful voice on issues that could build towards the future in a constructive way. We heard. Um, Charlie Papillo is you know off the radio for a bit you and I had coffee we talked about uh, doing a doing a series and like you said 41 episodes later we filmed all over Vermont we've had just a ton of great guests and and we've hit some pretty hard issues at, uh, in a fun way too
3: yeah and I think that's probably what what enticed me so much into doing it was that uh, and i've known brad for a while brad actually you know would uh, would call occasionally when i was on the other radio station saying hey i got a great idea for a guest so in some ways you've been a producer for me for more years than than we've uh, worked together here on on travels with charlie and we would do those shows and and we would have fun doing them and certainly with the video series um man i'm telling you uh, and we're going to get into this. We've got uh, the director of uh, travels with Charlie coming up with this in the uh, second half of the program this morning. Some of those episodes that we did, having me swimming in a lake with a plastic bag on, or uh, um, you know, playing pool. How about the first episode that we shot with the then lieutenant governor David Zuckerman, a uh, retired uh, judge Ben Joseph, playing pool at Rosie's Lakeshore Tavern in Colchester. And uh, debating legalizing marijuana.
4: Yeah, <laughs> pool and darts and Pac Man <laughs> and a civil discussion. That, that our goal has always been to take some information and really look at how we can come up with some solutions to uh, political challenges.
3: And and wasn't it interesting too that we've also found out that um, David Zuckerman's a pretty good pool player.
4: Pretty good pool player. I think he had he had some experience <laughs> in Rossi Tavern type of places. He,
3: he cleared the table and then he went on to shooting darts and doing Pac Man, and he was pretty good at all of those. He things was as well. Yeah. So um, it is. It's it's uh, it's been a blast doing those uh, those episodes with you, Brad. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, by the way, I want to remind people that you can see those episodes on YouTube or Facebook, Travels with Charlie Vermont. And you're also going to be able... This is the great thing about coming to WDEV. We're going to have those episodes on the WDEV website, wdevradio.com. Those Travels with Charlie video episodes will be up on their website, as well as the podcast of each show that we do. I know it's in the middle of the afternoon. You can't make it sometimes. You're not in your car. You're not driving around. You're not listening. Here's an opportunity that uh, you can you can uh, just go to the website and the podcast are there and you'll be able to listen in.
4: Yeah, and I want to, uh, my favorite episode uh, and Charlie didn't see the small print when we put this whole thing together, but having Charlie come out of Lake Elmore in a plastic bag during the plastic bag ban <laughs> and walking into the Elmore store and Warren Miller who um, passed away uh, just a great Vermonter. Um, says to Charlie, Hey, hey, hey! You can't wear that in here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he must have had some acting chops because uh, you know some people you put them in front of a camera and they're like they don't know which way to look or whatever or they you shouldn't look into the camera you're you know you're acting and he just boom he just hit it you know what are you doing in here with a you know with a plastic bag on uh, and one of the things that I've really enjoyed travels with Charlie. We literally have traveled the state. A lot of people thought, yeah, it's travels with Charlie. You're gonna you hitting things in Chittenden County and right within the area. No, we went all over. I mean, we went up to Senator Rogers' farm in Glover. Uh, and you want to know something? You know, I know one of the big hot topics is, uh, you know, more broadband. We need more cell phone coverage in in Vermont. Well, you know, travel to some of these places and you you got the Google map going on your phone, and all of a sudden. It, it's gone. There's no coverage. you know, and, and you're just relying on, you know, you're like a an eagle just kind of flying in. You know, where do you go?
4: We were in Franklin uh, with uh, attorney Dave Kelly talking about school choice and riding on a school bus on the back roads of Franklin in mud season. It was <laughs> pretty interesting. We've had
3: some great episodes. We're going to talk more about some of those episodes uh, coming up. We've got... Uh, well, a voice that I got to say this, you know, since since leaving radio and I'm sure that my my partner, my my former co-host on uh, our morning show gets this as well, you know, how's Charlie doing? I get the same thing every time I go somewhere. How's Ernie doing? So I'm going to let you ask how how's Ernie doing today? Ernie. Ha- hello there, boys. Hello, hello boys. Hello boys. How you doing, Ernie? <laughs> I'm doing good. Well, you, you sound great. And I got to tell you, you know, Ernie, here I am. And this is my first time at WDEV Radio in mm-hmm. Waterbury. And as I look around the studio, and I know that you and I would often comment on the size of our studio. I'm right. in a studio now that's about half that size. But one of the <laughs> things that I appreciate is the decoration in here. I mean, there's pictures of, there's a picture of Merle Haggard in here. There's, uh, there's old, uh, you know, chicken peeps from Easter. I think they were put up here about 1942. They're, 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 you know, they're no longer soft any longer. And you know, much like the studio that we had, it was um, people would come in and it was, it was like a museum.
5: Oh yes, well that's what we had. And when we left that museum, uh, we, st- we still left some stuff around.
3: Well, and we took a few things, but let's not get into that. <laughs> 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 so, Ernie, how how are you doing? I, I know this is kind of a surprise to you, and I, I called you, and, yeah, we stay in touch with each other. And I called you up, and I said, hey, Ernie, I'm going back on the radio, on WDEV.
5: And I said, wow, how did that happen? Corn is the big guy there now.
3: Yes, he and is. I want
5: to know. What did you pay Quorum for that introduction? I was listening. What you
3: pay? <laughs> well, I, I I think when he handed me that business card and said, "Give me a call," I I think he had a few drinks at that time. So <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what he must have.
3: <laughs> so Ernie, what oh. keeps you busy now? I I know that we talk from time to time, and you say that uh, you'd kind of like to get back on a radio, and I'll give you an opportunity. I mean, we can do a segment here every once in a while. I'd love to have you on as a guest. But well, uh, um, what keeps you busy now?
5: Well, you know, uh, my wife and I, and we're we're trying to do some traveling, and we love the state parks, and we're we're waiting now. We have reservations, and we're waiting now to see if they're going to open up the cabins at the state parks because that's where we like to go. Yeah. So we're, we've got that, and then we're going to go down to uh, to the Cape for a while. And we want to go out to uh, Pennsylvania. Nice, and which we couldn't do last year.
3: I got to stop you right there because that, that just—you know—Ernie Farrar on the Cape. That's sort of like, you know, the beautiful people. Are you going to Martha's Vineyard, <laughs> or, or, or are you going to Nantucket? Will, will you take your big uh, your big yacht and hang out with John Kerry and the like?
5: <laughs> No, I don't think so. No? (laughs) I don't think that will happen.
3: (laughs) I could see you pulling up on your rowboat next to John Kerry's yacht. That
5: that would be about it, too, (laughs) Charlie. (laughs) But, you know, I've been enjoying the uh, travels with Charlie as well. I've I've been catching up. The one of the things that brings to mind, you talked about the plastic bags, but the one that brings to mind was, uh, was during voting and the young girl that smacked you in the face
3: that's I my that was great. that is uh brad Ferlin's uh daughter
5: yeah right i've met her yes
3: <laughs> yeah yes. she's um i think she's, <laughs> she she's got her acting chop she does very well
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was a that was a good one
3: ernie i'd and like then, you to i'd like you to tell the story of uh you know i i mentioned earlier that we we decided to do this show specifically go on the air on april fifth not april fifth yeah. Fool's Day, not April 1, because had we done that, people wouldn't believe it. You know, Charlie Papillo is coming back to the airwaves. I don't Mm -hmm. think that people would believe it. Uh, And if you might recall, I think that you and I on our morning show had probably one of the best April Fool's jokes of all time.
5: Do you remember that? Oh, I certainly do. And that was the time we had the, the, uh, who was it, the student from St. Mike's.
3: Yes, that, that was was with us. It was God bless him. And I'm glad that you mentioned his name because that's probably the only recognition that kid's gonna get today or any other day. But old Luke Hudak, it was amazing. This kid, he was, and we had some great interns from St. Mike's, but this one, for yes, some reason, did. he just didn't hit the mark. You know, he'd he'd come in, uh, he'd roll into the studio, and he'd, and he'd say. <laughs> What are you guys talking about today? My radio doesn't work in my car. (laughs) (laughs) And he'd show up late all the time, and and uh, he really just didn't do his homework. So I said, Luke, we need to do an April Fool's joke. Can you think of something that we can do? And he just looked at you and I, and he said, I got it. Why don't you have Ernie announce his retirement? And that we did. And you did. And wow. Did that, 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 the only way that I can describe that, it was like, it was like being at your own funeral. Because here you were, people were calling in and begging you not to leave, and uh, we
5: love you, Ernie, oh, you're the greatest. I know, I heard it all.
3: And, and you were just sitting there, And you couldn't laugh on the air, but you were looking at me and winking and laughing because you and I both knew that you weren't going anywhere. And this was about five or six years into our twenty-plus years stint at the at the radio station.
5: That was my—we're going to retire. That was my thirtieth year there at the time. Sure. And uh, (laughs) so, one of the best things, though, that have well, number one. Ernie, you got a call on the Free Press wants to interview you.
3: Oh yeah, Free Press. What
5: am I I gonna do?
3: Yeah, Channel Channel Three comes by and we we don't have to. We don't have to mention any names, but somebody actually came by and dropped off a resume.
5: Well, Um, I was going to bring that up. Well, don't
3: don't mention his name.
5: No, 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 no. That wasn't Corm. No,
2: no, no, it wasn't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) If I'm not mistaken, Ernie, I think we have some some callers on the line that may want to talk with you. Do we have any callers on there? Nothing right now, uh, 244-1777 or one If you're listening uh, today and you'd like to chat with us, we'd love to hear from you. But Ernie's lonely. <laughs> Would you pl- please give him a call? He hasn't, and, in fact, he hasn't had a good donut since, oh, he's, oh, oh. since he's left the radio station. You know, one of the sticks that you and I oh, here we go. certainly developed... Over the years, was graft, and we learned it from the from the king of uh, graft, and that's that's we can mention him, the great Howie Carr. That's right. And and we learned from the best, and we went with that. And I'll tell you, it did it? It just worked. I mean, do you remember? I mean, some of the things that we had brought in. I think we've had pretty much everything in the morning from.
5: Yeah, yes, we have, and uh, you, you uh, got a big laugh out of it. it. Almost killed me when I had those those. Was it chicken wings?
3: Is oh it, my goodness! That, I
5: don't know jalapeno pepper or what. I don't can't remember.
3: Well, the old rusty scuffer, they brought in uh, some oh. chicken wings, uh, which were they were maple habanero, and they didn't they didn't tell you that, and you saw no. them, and you said, "Ooh, look at those wings," <laughs> and you <laughs> and you just took that wing and you wiped it in the sauce, and you yeah. took a bite, and the next thing I know. Your eyes popped out of your head. There was smoke coming out of your ears, and you walked out of the studio.
5: I got out of there. Oh, I thought that was it.
3: And, of course, we all had a good laugh at your expense, which is of pretty course much the shtick of, course. Uh, the, the of, our, of, of our program. Hey, Ernie, we, some people want to talk with you. You want to want, want to talk with them? Sure. Well, what do you got to do? You got nothing to do. Go ahead. one 877 291 you're the first caller this morning on Travels with Charlie. Charlie Papillo and my old co-host, Ernie hey. Ferrar. Good morning to you.
6: Good morning, boys. I'm glad to hear you back. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> hey, Charlie. Yes. You know, you know the two people are probably four people are smiling most today. I wonder who. Wow. Well, besides you two, it's probably your brother and sister, Christina.
3: Oh my goodness, Sister Christina, Uh, you're bringing back a real name from the past. uh,
6: Oh, buddy, yeah, we've had some conversations about her on the the old station.
3: Yes, we did, Sister
6: Christina. Yeah. I can only tell you guys this: I was with Ernie when he used to do the Vermont Dairy Show there with which his name from UVM way way back, and then you came on. And before that, uh, Ernie used to do the Buck Report. Yeah. That's how far I go back. Oh, we're going back now. Oh, we're going back, Ernie. I followed you way back. Oh, my God. I think it was in the, well, 70s all the way through. I mean, somewhere in there.
3: Wow. Like 70s,
6: early 80s and everything.
3: A little ancient history here. Charlie yeah,
6: Hey, Charlie. Charlie, still, Charlie, do you still get the wedding gown?
3: The wedding gown? What wedding gown are you talking about?
6: Did you dress up as a bride one time?
3: No, I dressed up as a uh, I don't know, a young girl on uh, Church Street for a for a fundraiser. It was a red yep. uh, strapless gown. Yes.
6: Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Well I only take yeah. it out for special occasions. By the way, who is this?
6: Sam. I went to school with your brother.
3: All right, Sam. Thanks for calling in. Let's take another call. Sam, thank take you for care, calling boy. in.
6: Welcome
3: back. All right, thank you. Good to be back. One eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five. And Ernie, I have a yeah, uh, you, you know we got we have a break at the bottom of the hour. I have to break like immediately. So let's take this call. Good morning. You're next with uh, with Travels with Charlie. Hello. Good morning or oh, good afternoon, Hello. I should say. Who is this? Good afternoon, Dale in Burlington. Dale in Burlington. Oh my goodness, Ernie, do you remember this voice? Yes, I do. Yeah, Dale. Dale was the great prognosticator of uh, any election or horse race. And what you wanted to do was, if Dale told you who was going to win the race, you bet on the other horses.
6: <laughs> and it still pertains to this day. <laughs> hey, Dale,
3: ahead, Dale, Dale. Did you did you have a, a prediction on the mayor's race that was in Burlington? That certainly was a very tight race for Moreau.
6: I was shaking in my shorts, and my knees were banging against each other, and my teeth were chattering. But I had a prediction, and fortunately I was wrong, because I had picked that there was going to be a runoff between Mayor Weinberger and that person that is the city council
3: president. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, you, you know, I don't per- even like to say his name. Well, that's 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 good that you do, yeah. <laughs> Dale, it's good to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in. Good I really hear, appreciate it.
6: Congratulations. Welcome back.
3: Thank you, thank you, Dale. A lot of voices uh, from the past here. Ernie Ferrar is joining me this uh, segment on Travels with Charlie, coming up right after the news break. Ernie, you're going to stay tuned for this because another voice from the past is going to be joining me here, Lisa Nagel.
5: Yes, hey, Lisa hey, co-hosted... To, uh, yep. t- talk to Corm, would you? Because I, I think there was a place there for CENL. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but talk to Corm.
3: <laughs> of course, Lisa was a great addition to the morning show. She served with us uh, for, for more than 10 years, and, and Lisa was a chef. So we, we took that whole graph thing even one step further. She That's was cooking right. for us, and man, some of the meals that she brought in, not to mention the uh, cinco de mayo or the um, well, we i think the statute of limitations is up so we don't have to worry about it but uh uh certainly on uh, st patrick's day a little irish yes. coffees mm-hmm. <laughs> hello boys oh yes
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well oh. well ernie any any parting words that you'd like wow. to say here
5: uh, Charlie, I just want to say welcome back on the air. And uh, I've been listening. I've been you know, streaming here, too, uh, for the past few days. And when they say WDEV, Vermont News Station, very correct.
3: All right. Ernie, good to, good to check in with you. Thanks for joining me this yeah, afternoon. Take care. All right. Day. There you go. Ernie Farrar, the great Ernie Farrar the dean of broadcasting, as we called him, and uh, he's doing great. He sounds great, too, and we'll have him on from time to time. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk with Lisa Nagel, my former co-host, and we'll hear from the director of Travels with Charlie, Asher Crisp, and the music that you're hearing right now, that's Billy Bratcher. Billy Bratcher joins us. All coming up next, right here on WDEV. And we are back. Good afternoon. Welcome to Travels with Charlie. Charlie Papillo here on WDEV Radio. And it's good to be back. If you're just joining us, we've uh, just spoke with uh, my former co-host of um, The Morning Show I used to do for more than 20 years in Burlington, Ernie Farrar. And I'd be remiss if I did not bring in another person that uh, who will probably agree with me it's 10 years of your life that you'll never get back <laughs> Lisa Nagel. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm still trying to get it back.
3: <laughs> Lisa, good good afternoon.
7: <laughs> it's good to hear your voice, brother. It's really good. Good luck on this new gig, and uh, I know you couldn't fully retire, but what is wrong with you? Ah. <laughs> I hope this time uh, you're getting paid. Um.
3: Yes. <laughs> uh, again, thanks to thanks to my sponsors. Let me give them a quick shout out: Jolly Convenience Stores, Casella Waste Systems, and Mill American Travel. Because this would not be happening without uh, those good sponsors. So again, thanks to those sponsors. And man, I got. I mean, I've been taking notes here. You know, Lisa, it's been more than two years since doing this. So I'm like, and I'm in a different studio. And you remember how I was in the studio that we used to co-host in. Everything had to be in the right spot. And that's right. And and there there is. It, this is like doing a show in a phone booth.
7: It sounds like the right spot is outside of that studio.
3: <laughs> but I think you, you'll be happy to know that we have. Um, we there will be no flatulence sounds.
7: You're classing <laughs> go, it up just a little bit. Good for you. Yes. For yeah. You. You've, you've matured, Charles.
3: Well, you know, we we try. We try. Yeah. And. and I, I do have to mention uh, hello to Rose. I know my granddaughter's listening, so I just want to say hi to Rose. I almost forgot to do that. Can't uh, can't forget that. So Thank hi you. Rose.
7: Hi Rose. I'll say hi too. Thank hi, you, Lisa.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but Lisa, if you, if you could recap some of the um, some of the fun that we did on the morning show with uh, with Ernie and and you coming along, and I know that that it was you know here we are, Ernie and I had been together for you know more than ten years at the time, and then. And then you came along, and and you found your place right away. I mean, you fit right in, and it was always like that's oh, the old boys network. And we found well, out well, you that- know,
7: my college degree is in geriatric social work. Ah! So it was very easy to be put into, you know, right in between you two. I will say, I've lost 25 pounds since I'm not hanging out with you guys in the morning because we would eat. Prime rib and steak and cheeses and chicken wings. I heard you talking about the uh, the hot wing that that Ernie got a hold of uh, yep. uh, that one time. But we we certainly ate a lot.
3: We did, and but you were uh, responsible for some of that. I know that you know we created the graph train and people would bring in. We we kind of made it known that if you want to be a guest on the program, right, you got to bring something in. And I mean, think Absolutely. about it. We had. Governors, lieutenant governors, uh, you know, legislators, they wouldn't come in without many of them would stop over at Dick Mazza's general store. Right. Yeah. And I know that and buy a That worked out well
7: for Dick, too. Didn't yeah. It? <laughs>
3: since, since we went off the air, his sales have plummeted. He just
7: plummeted. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, his alcohol sales have gone up. Trust me on that one.
3: Well, thanks to COVID. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh yes. But, but you're responsible for doing a good deal of the cooking as well. If if any of us had a birthday...
7: Oh, yeah. Birthdays can't go uncelebrated. Right?
3: I mean, you, yeah. we could always count on you to, to make something special.
7: and That's right.
3: And I That's think... That's right.
7: We brought in... Uh, let's see. We made waffles in the studio. Yeah. We'd have the waffle maker. Of course, we always had a... Uh, uh, appellation, or <laughs> whatever you call that. <laughs> a drink to have with whatever we were having.
2: Well, yes. You um, uh, we
7: had to wash it down with something. Well, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And certainly. I
7: remember once, uh, I think it was during one of our Christmas parties, and we tried to get Governor Scott to do a shot of Jägermeister with us. That's right. And he wouldn't. No, he would Of course. No. However, we said the first person who drives down this road <laughs> That that crappy holy road to the radio station. Uh, we'll give you a shot at uh, jägermeister.
3: <laughs> and and man, I don't know there,
7: if that was legal. But well,
3: there was a line outside. And you know, it was even more interesting. I mean, we had we had you know police officers that were there for the for the party as well. And here they, are, you know, people are in there. They're drinking with us and.
7: Uh. That's right. That's right. Well, it's a Christmas
3: party, you know? Well, come on. Yeah. You know, I hope in some ways that we can kind of revive that, the politically incorrect Christmas party, because Mm -hmm. that was our trademark. And we certainly went uh, quite a ways with that and had a lot of fun with it. But we also, as you recall, it was a great fundraiser. For the uh, Chittenden Emergency Food Shelf,
7: absolutely. I can't believe all the food that we, we people would come in with checks, and people would come in with their goods, and we would just pack Rob Meehan's trunk up at the end of the day and drive them off into the sunset, just ready to go.
3: Yeah, you know, and that was one of the things I always felt uh, compelled that because we had the microphone, the power of the microphone, that it shouldn't just be about you know three people you know shooting the, the breeze and having fun. If we have an opportunity to help people out. Let's help people out, and and certainly over the years we were able to do that.
7: Oh, my gosh. Countless people that I can remember, you know, just just coming in, and they would talk about whatever it was that was uh, going on with them. Next thing you know, someone would call in and say, you know, I want to donate to this. I want to. Take care of this person. So, I mean, you know, there was, we did have a lot of fun, and we had a lot of laughs. But we did. we certainly spread a lot of good things, too.
3: And, and, Lisa, would you let our listeners know where you are now? Because people kind of wonder that, you know, every time I run in, into them, they go, How's Ernie? How's Lisa? <laughs> what are they doing now? It's what like, are
2: they doing we, now?
3: We, we do have a life outside of the radio program. And right. Interestingly right. enough, you went on to to work for one of the charities that we often helped out.
7: That's right. That's right. Ronald McDonald House Charities of Burlington. I'm I'm here right now. Um, and I've been here, well, ever since, actually I started before I left you guys and then um, um, came here after that and uh, just been spending my days here taking care of families that uh, need to stay with us because they've got a child being treated up at UVM Medical Center. Uh, of course, COVID has really uh, hit us hard. Um, we closed down in March. Uh, we reopened in July, uh, under limited capacity, and now we have about uh, five rooms that we can fill um, uh, with with families. So, it's normally we'll have about twelve families stay with us. Yeah. So, we have uh, taken a hit from COVID, but hey, getting vaccinations and yep. people are coming out of it and it's spring and things are looking good
3: one of the, one of the things that uh, covid has done to many businesses and charities such as your such as the one that you work for um the the ability of people able to come in and donate and and to volunteer and to help and i know that Absolutely. you've been helping out in the kitchen yeah. because typically they'd have people come in and make meals
7: right the, typically the- we have all kinds of groups and organizations students schools they come in as a group every day because we provide dinner for our guests every evening. Uh, they come home from the hospital and they have a nice home-cooked meal waiting for them. But, yeah, that has stopped since COVID. And I am the personal chef here well, <laughs> at Ronald McDonald right now, and so the, doing a little bit of double duty.
3: Yeah, but the problem with that is you really set that bar pretty high. I don't think you know anybody else comes in; they're going to go. Right. I I don't, know. I don't think I can do the prime rib. <laughs> you know, we were thinking more like a mac and cheese. You know,
7: that's right, that's right. <laughs> now, well, we do mac and cheese every once in a while too, because that's a really good comfort food. But yeah, it's been a little bit of a struggle, but we're finding our way. We're you know re envisioning the mission for a little bit and. Keeping in touch with our families and and patients up at the hospital, of course, um, making sure that they have things that they need as well, because, of course, we have a family room up at the hospital. Right. But that's closed as well because that's fully run by volunteers, and there's just no volunteers right now. So we've gone from 200 volunteers to about five.
3: Oh, man. Well, Lisa, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I I have the uh, director of... Travels with Charlie joining us in just a moment. Any, Perfect. Any website or anything you want to mention? Ronald McDonald House, if people want oh, to help? Oh,
7: absolutely. RMHCVT.org. Take a peek and see what we do, if you're unfamiliar. And, Charlie, thanks for having me, and good luck with everything. I think this is going to be great. I'm glad you're back on the air.
3: Thank you, Lisa. Great yeah, talking take with care. you today. All right, You, take too.
7: Care. Take care. Bye-bye. There,
3: there you go. Lisa Nagel, my former co-host on um, the morning show that I, I used to. And I promise you, next time I'm on here, i won't talk about the former show that I used to do let's look forward and certainly looking forward here on the WDEV Travels with Charlie we got to this place doing radio, doing this show because of a video series that was started a couple of years ago with Brad Ferlin, who's in studio with me this, this afternoon and joining us on the phone line is the director of Travels with Charlie Asher Crisp Asher, good afternoon
8: Good afternoon,
3: Charlie. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Asher. It's so nice to, to have you on with us this afternoon. I just want to let you know that that Brad and I are, are both wearing, um, I don't know, what kind of a costume do we have on to sort of facilitate asher's needs to have me doing strange things in these videos
4: yeah charlie's got a hundred pound night suit on and and i'm dressed as a unicorn so it's 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 all in honor of you asher thank you i appreciate that
3: and and we're not making that up either for for those of you that that want to see some of these videos if you haven't seen these videos we're going to have them up on, on the wdev website shortly but you can go to YouTube, and you can go to Facebook, and you can see the videos that we've shot. I think about 30-plus are already out there, and we've done about 40 of them. Asher is the director of those those uh, many episodes, and Asher, the we, Brad mentioned the night suit, the, the unicorn. These are all props that were used, and some of the episodes that we did, in fact, the night suit, where did you, this was a real night suit that he shows up with at the shoot and says, Charlie, you're going to wear this, which is fine, although it was 90 degrees that day, and I had to climb f- three flights up the top of a stairwell to get to the top of a castle. <laughs> you love that, don't you? <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> I do
9: <laughs> Well, in, in general, um, uh, we thought that attention is in short supply. And to get people to concentrate for 10 or 15 minutes on a local Vermont uh, political issue is uh, increasingly difficult uh, because there's just too much vying for our attention. So uh, it, what we found in, in education theory and in, in media studies is that a little bit of edutainment goes a long way to capturing that. And I, not only does it give us a little bit of relief, but it sort of establishes for the participants in the show and the viewership what we might call uh, psychological safety. Everyone sort of relaxes a little bit, they unwind, they laugh, and then they become more receptive to new ideas. So that's the the idea of uh, having this thematically in every episode, a little bit of comedic relief, and uh, and, uh, particularly when it comes to torturing you, Charlie.
3: (laughs) Whether I was wearing a hazmat suit, floating on a unicorn on St. Albans Bay, which we did, uh, wearing the plastic bag coming out of Lake Elmore and going into the Elmore General Store, but I do have to say this, Asher, because you're absolutely right. I think in doing that, the guests that we had on with us, they sort of let their guard down. It, it, it wasn't like we were going to do this adversarial discussion and we're going to, you know, slam one another. They, they, you know, I mean, how do you have a, a conversation with somebody that's wearing a plastic bag and not be distracted? But they did it.
9: A- absolutely, and, and by the way, the, the corporate world is is really getting tuned into this as well. That's why you know if you're if you're going for a degree at, at Stanford's business school, they require you to do improv theater hmm. um, as part of that because there the, the, there's something about humor and, uh, and 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 play playfulness that that takes us a long way with allowing people to sort of disarm you know, like take off their armor, actually, uh, and to open up about ideas in free exchange that's non-adversarial. So we're so used to having political discussions that are hyper-polarized, very partisan, uh, really coming at each other with like the, the tip of a spear, trying to literally skewer the other person with the point we want to make. Um, and we wanted to try to reverse those trends to have more productive political exchanges.
3: Asher Crisp is the director of Travels with Charlie that's my video series which is currently on YouTube and Facebook will be up on the wdevradio.com website shortly you can see those episodes uh, I know we've 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 gotten through another winter so there's no chance of getting me up onto a ski lift this year um this the hot air balloon you've asked about that in the past but Asher let me ask you with with covid it certainly did cause some issues with our filming. We actually went to Zoom uh, video, and that was a challenge. How did you come? Up, you know, how did you work with that?
9: Well, I, I think a lot of people have had to adapt to circumstances and 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 figure out. You know, all, all of media certainly had to do this to come up with new opportunities. So. Um, I've seen and sort of surveyed what's been out there with uh, new clever ways of, uh, of engaging people, having to do uh, things on Zoom. And so we, we sort of like riffed off of that uh, for those talks. And I actually think those were some of our most popular episodes, ironically. Um, even though they were on Zoom because they were very pertinent to the uncertainty of, of this past year with COVID. Right. Um, so they, they, they were both funny and very serious at the same time.
3: D- do you see things changing with, you know, now that we're into this sort of Zoom mentality that people will be not working in offices, they'll be doing a lot of telecommuting? How is that going to change things going forward, Asher? Well, th-
9: there's a trade off. Um, we are social beings and we gain a certain type of strength uh uh and and sort of motivation from being in person and actually around other people and that's not replaceable in remote learning or r- remote work exactly so i think there's going to be a persistence uh a persistent uh, uh uh drive to be in offices and actual places of work i think a lot of people are su- suffering from digital fatigue from everything being mediated through, like, video, for instance. Uh, I know I have kids that are, like, kind of dying to get back to school full-time and <laughs> don't like being on Zoom. Uh, at, at, at the same time, it get, does give us more flexibility um, that there are going to be, I think, more people that spend part-time l- working remote. Uh, and only intermittently need to come in and, and like get that dose of in person. Yeah. Um, and so that will actually stretch resources further. And I think that we're going to have um, a lot more exciting possibilities in rural parts of Vermont through sort of u- ubiquitous connectivity that I see coming um, that will facilitate some of these changes.
3: Asher, what's coming up? Travels with Charlie for the summertime. I know you talked about before, you know, the old soak the bloke thing that they do at the fair. I I never understood. Was I the one that was going to be throwing the ball or I was going to be in the tank?
9: Well, I actually wanted you to be the ball, uh, but we couldn't figure out how to launch you unless you use some kind of cannon or, you know, um, catapult apparatus. Yeah, all so right, that's the ability in that in that department. That's but, all yeah, we need we, to
3: know. Bad connection. Yeah. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Asher, thanks for joining us this afternoon on Travels with okay. Charlie Radio.
4: All right, thank you.
3: There you go, Asher Crisp. Brad, he's not kidding either.
4: No, no. It, it may still happen, Charlie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> As if you were listening to the uh, beginning of the program, you heard the Travels with Charlie theme song, and that's a theme song that was written by my friend, Billy Bratcher, Billy from the Starline Rhythm Boys, and our history goes way back, Billy and I, from our DJ days. We used to meet him at the hotel. He was working at <laughs> Hotel Sheridan at the time, and when I was doing the radio show on uh, the that other radio station, he actually wrote the theme song for, for Ernie and myself, and it was called the Charlie and Ernie theme song. And when we said we needed a theme song for Travels with Charlie, the video series, I called Billy up, and Billy said, happy to do it. And Billy, I think it was about 15 or 20 minutes later, he said, take a listen to this. Billy, how you doing? <laughs> Charlie, you got me here? I got you. Yeah, how
8: are Beautiful, you, man? baby. Nice to hear your voice. And uh, what an upgrade. WDEV. Nice job. <laughs> for, for I mean, God, I, I, I thought these guys were on a roll with uh, getting Rick in there with the Vermont Viewpoint. What a great show that is. Um, but with then I heard Charlie Papilla was coming to DEV. Man, I was just hopping around my, my room here just... So happy that, to hear your voice well, on the radio, and well, Billy, you're, you're making you're, a lot of people
3: happy. You're just kissing up to Rick because he had you on his show. So. That's
8: <laughs> oh yeah, speaking of that, I got to yeah. thank the top jocks down at WDEV for playing me too. They've been spinning my in the lobby in the lobby CD down there, and now that I have the moment to say thank you to whoever's playing. The recording, I appreciate it very much.
3: Yes, they have been playing it. I've been hearing it right here on WDEV. Yeah. Billy Bratcher from the Starline Rhythm Boys, and Billy's does things on his own. And uh, you know, COVID certainly taken its toll. I know the Starline Rhythm Boys. You haven't toured with them in more than a year now. Is that right, Bill?
8: That's about right. I haven't had a gig in a year with those guys. And uh, boy, but when we were out, Charlie, we talked about covering some some uh, back roads and highways. That that band for. 20-something years, no, 22 years have traveled more roads than you can possibly imagine throughout the great state of Vermont.
3: Billy, can we take a listen to uh, Travels with Charlie? Let's let's let our listeners hear that if they haven't heard it yet, and then we're going to get you to comment a little bit about that writing process, how it all came about, Travels with Charlie.
1: Well, it's all about all the folks you meet Sitting in a diner or out in the street Catch up with the news, get your point of view. I wanna hear what unravels. I'll see you in my travels, and I'll be hanging round, covering lots of ground. If be so kind to share what's on your mind, it's time well spent, the talking president. Though we may not agree, let your thoughts run free. Have your turn, if you feel the burn. On back road, that had
3: to be a little mentioned uh, When you feel the burn, that's burn with a, with a B-E-R-N that you were that's alluding to. hit
8: yeah, huge. I, I, <laughs> hip, hip people will get it, man. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Bill, Billy, I want oh, to thank you for, for writing that. It, it is just, I mean, it's, it's so much what the show's all about. It's about getting different points of view and the like. And you and I had a short conversation about that, and then you go into the recording studio and you come up with it. Could you explain a little bit about how that works? I, I'm, I'm often, you know, intrigued by musicians. You know, what comes first? Is it the tune and then the words? Or the words? Well, just
8: the idea of it. You, 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 you laid it out pretty well and I just soaked up what you were saying. I think we were down at the uh, bagel shop down the road and yep. I just listened, you know, listened to what you had to say about what you're doing, and I just took that with me and um it was it was pretty easy and 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 I thought about it's got to have another instrument on there, so luckily a Waterbury native Jim Pittman was available to to help out on that with the dobro, just adding a little bit of color on the on the song and um off we went to a place here in Burlington called low tech Studios, which is an old the old union station downtown Burlington overlooking the lake. With engineer Gus Easing, and it was, it was, it was pretty easy, really. Oh, it, it, it's, it
3: sounds amazing. It's a great song. I want to thank you for doing that. Many people yeah. know you as the stand-up bass player. You're a stand-up guy, but you're also a stand-up bass player with the Starline yeah. Rhythm Boys, slap bass. And there you are. You're playing guitar on this song. So you do play guitar.
8: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> boy. I've gotten a lot better over COVID because I've had an awful lot of time to hone in on my, uh, my, uh, chops, uh, that's for sure. Um, still writing songs and learning other people's tunes and, um, spending a lot of time with that instrument, not as much as with the bass at this point, but yeah. it's almost time to get that cleaned up and ready to go again because I think the future is, is the out, you know, the out, I'd like to think that the outlook is good for musicians to get back out there and. Do well, Billy, you, you
3: got to miss go. that. I mean, since I've known you, you've you've been in the entertainment uh, field, whether it was a DJ yeah, or, or whether now, you, you honestly, were a band. Been in the
8: hotel biz- I've been in the hotel business for thirty years, and I've been out out of that now for, not not my not my wish, but I've been out, um, out of the job for over a year now because of COVID. Hospitality's taking it hard, for yeah. sure. So not only that is also being a musician for twenty something, twenty thirty years. I- I've done double duty for an awful long time, and I, f- I, I do miss both. But it's been a nice break, also. To be honest with you,
3: do you think you guys will be touring this summer, Billy?
8: Uh, yeah, we got we already got some things lined up, but mostly mostly local, mostly right in the yeah. Burlington area. A few few things on the road here and there, but I'm I'm a little choosy about what what I'm taking right now too, but. Yeah. Uh, well, and Danny, Danny Cohn is in the group, and he, he's famous for, well, one of his, his sidelines was playing at WDEV for years in the Radio Rangers. That's right. they a staple yeah. down there. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Well, Billy, we'll have you on again, because uh, you're just a, a plethora of, and I've told you before, you need to write a book. I mean, just the number of people that you've met working in the hotel industry all these years. Uh, yeah. we've, we've got to get you back on here again on Travels with Charlie. Again, thanks for for writing that tune, and thank you for joining me this afternoon on Travels with Charlie.
8: Here's the new beginnings, buddy. Thank you.
3: Thank you, man. Billy Bratcher from the Starline Rhythm Boys and the writer and the singer of Travels with Charlie. Before we break, we've got uh, news coming up at the top of the hour. I want to thank uh, my guests today, Asher Crisp, uh, Lisa Nagel, Ernie Ferrar, and Billy Bratcher. And Brad Ferland joining me in studio today. Brad, the producer of Travels with Charlie, the radio and the the uh, video series. And I want to give you a quick heads up on what's coming up on the next program travels with charlie which will be on the 26th because of a red sox game we will not be able to be here on the 19th that will be on the 26th preempted by the red sox and then jim douglas former governor will be one of our guests that day i actually asked jim i said could you do play-by-play and he responded back and i mean he just boom he did the play-by-play he could do it and i know he could do it and also joining me the great logger Rusty DeWeese, joins us. That's the next Travels with Charlie right here on WDEV. That's April twenty-sixth. I hope you'll see me or hope you'll listen and I'll see you in my travels. Thanks to our sponsors again, Jolly Convenience, Casella Waste Systems, and Milne American Travel.
1: you'd be so kind to share what's on your mind. It's time well spent the talking president.